You're listening to The Ron and Don Show on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Ronanddon.com. All right, look out now. Here we come. Episode number uh, 31 of the Ron and Don Show. And thanks for stopping by. It is Thanksgiving Day, and we just want to let you know that we are grateful for you, and we are not grateful that we're going to have to watch the Detroit Lions today. Yeah. The Detroit Lions <laughs> always play each and every Thanksgiving. And it drives me nuts! It's usually uh, they're a horrible team to watch, and you just don't want to watch. But but the Dallas Cowboys are pretty good this year, and they'll be playing on Thanksgiving, too. So anyway, to you and yours, we hope uh, you're having a great Thanksgiving, and we are grateful because you heard the plea, and now you got three, three episodes of the Ron and Don Show each and every week, and that's thanks to our title sponsor, Les Schwab. And don't forget this holiday season when you're driving around. Stop by Les Schwab Tire Center. It's home of the Les Schwab Best Tire Value Promise. It means for the life of the tire. Everything is free. More details up at uh, LesSchwab.com. So Thanksgiving, this got to me thinking, and I, I, was, I did some things prior to this because I knew we were going to be talking about it, is there's all of these studies, and you, and you even sent me a story about what happens to your brain when you feel gratitude. And so there's this whole thing about uh, gratitude. I've read some of it, and it seems pretty irrefutable that your brain benefits when you practice gratitude. So I've tried a couple things, and I'm going to need your help with this. So number one, I bought one of those five-minute journal deals that's supposed to streamline this. So when you get up in the morning, it's already, it's sort of pre-filled out. You open the page, you put in the date, and then you're supposed to do three things that you're grateful for in the morning. Then you write down uh, uh, what would make today great. And then at night, you're supposed to come back and they have a little icon, a little moon icon that's night. So you're supposed to set the book by your, your nightstand. And then at night, you're going to write down three things that happened that were good today that you're grateful for. So I bought that book. And then I also downloaded as an audio book while I'm doing my commute, this book on gratefulness. And so I've done it a couple of times and I, I get like a two days in. Yeah. Like first day, I'm pretty good, and you're I can pretty, pick. You're pretty I'm, grateful. I'm grateful for you know my parents, and okay. they were so awesome, and yeah. I'm really grateful that my I have my health. There you go. And so like I, I do these things, and I'm grateful for. Then about around about the third day, I'm sort of like, I'm grateful for cheese. <laughs> yeah, you just run out. Of I'm stuff. like I run out, or like yeah. you know, I'm grateful for pizza or yeah. whatever it is. I'm grateful for these ran- trees. Mm. Trees are nice. I'm grateful for them. Sure. So it gets really broad and it seems like it's insignificant but and i'm like but these studies are saying that my brain is going to be better if i'm grateful and my life will improve and my like cardiovascular improve all this stuff improves so i'm trying to have a gratefulness practice and then the dude on the book i had to stop so like chapter one is like you're alive yeah. and i'm like come on dude we're starting with i'm alive yeah and my heart's beating like it, it just, it's that doesn't resonate. It seems really like I'm forcing this gratefulness practice. But if you were dead and you were brought back, uh, let's say by some paramedics because you yeah. had a heart attack, then that might that that might resonate. I would be you. grateful for those paramedics. Yeah. That but so, have you tried this? Because I think I'm naturally grateful, but I'm also a cynical smart aleck by nature, and I've tried to tamp that down a little bit. But it does feel good every once in a while. 
to let that beast out of the cage and just be a cynic and make fun of something and get mad uh, even for a minute. And then I go back to like, no, you can't be grateful for being angry. You got to be grateful. All the, all that. Yeah, business. I think it's kind of interesting. Like like in my house or in my family, we are a praying family. Everybody grabs hands and, and we pray. So uh, Thanksgiving Day dinner a little bit later today, we'll grab hands and, and, and we'll pray. I, I as I listen to people pray, I'm a little judgy about it. I'm a little <laughs> judgmental because when people start asking for stuff when they're when when they're praying, I'm like, wow, that is different. So you're trying to use a deity or Mother Earth or whoever you believe. Dear God, God we really just want a new house. Yeah, and you're trying to get stuff and, and a Lexus and an Audi. Yeah, 5, so 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 there's that, and there's a lot of churches out there and a lot of religions that would support that. And then there's others that are like when, when, when my son prays, and, and usually it's his idea to pray. He wants to pray. He had gone away uh, to Michigan one summer, and all his cousins there, all his younger cousins, they pray. So he decided that he wanted to pray. And so he'll remind me like all the time that we need to pray. And the thing that I love about when he prays is it's really just a gratitude practice. Right. And he goes through the things that he's thankful for. He's always thankful for the vegetables because he knows I love vegetables, even though he doesn't love vegetables. He's thankful for the water. He's always thankful for the whole world. He always great. That's a, that's a good thing. He's to always, see, I should take a page out always, of his book. He's always great. I should be grateful for the whole world. You should be grateful. I like the whole world. Are you grateful for for vegetables? I am grateful for vegetables. I had some for lunch today. Yeah, there you go. So, so like uh, grateful for vegetables, that's a good thing to so have. So when you get stumped, what you could do is you could call my son because he has all kinds of things that he's grateful for that I didn't even think about. Does he ever say he's grateful for uh, Uncle Ron? Well, sometimes, uh, yeah, he does actually. Oh, nice. He is grateful for you and he calls you Mr. Ron. Oh, Mr. And, then, Ron. And, then, and then every once in a while, he throws me because he'll be grateful for pizza and we're not eating pizza and maybe we're eating fish sticks or something so maybe he's sending me a message that he uh prefers that maybe we're eating pizza but yeah he's grateful for a lot of people he's grateful for his dog charlie and i think when you start your day here here's here's the thing about those lists and those journals everybody i've stopped i've got it up upstairs because people are selling you those journals and it drives me a little nuts and people are selling you these lists and they're selling these auto tapes and everything else and it's really super simple about just taking a moment, and whether that's you lay it like I like to lay down on the floor, uh, on your back or your stomach. I like to lay on my stomach, uh, down wow. down on the floor. And I, I've never seen this. Yeah, and what I do is then I just kind of visualize the things that I'm grateful for, and sometimes I don't have a lot of time. Giant so, vegetables rolling that's, by. That's right. You, <laughs> All right, you got, got little, little the whole cartoon world, faces. It takes me a while because sometimes the whole world comes. The whole by. world rolls the whole over. Whole world yeah. is just coming by as I'm saying. Hey, Mister Broccoli. Yeah. Hi, Don. <laughs> How do you like broccoli? Right. Yeah. So I. So I. Look, I, it's Charlie the carrot. I, I think it's important, and at the same time, here's where people start beating themselves up. It's like, oh, I haven't journaled about gratefulness for a week, or I haven't done that for a month, or I didn't do all this stuff that I committed to. And I don't think you have to. I don't think you should feel bad about that, because our lives are busy. But I think just taking a moment and saying, you know what, these are the things that I'm grateful for today, without really asking for anything, just saying, just, just recognizing that you have so much, and setting that intention, it does help set a different mindset for your day and have you found that you have you you have well, a di- that's what you, the study says you as well ha- you if, have if a different you, you have a different mindset you when have, you come from a place uh, of gratefulness if you have a grateful mindset it says number one is it, it expands your view so you, it's a more big picture oriented yeah and so you do sometimes when you're dealing with a problem you get laser focused and your role gets very small and narrow yeah so being grateful expands that and it also the studies that they've done with, with doctors and, and universities is like it leads to people feel when you're in that great 
grateful mindset, you're more likely to exercise. You're more likely to engage with other people. You're more likely to be giving. You're more likely to assist uh, in other people. So like that sort of stuff, I try, it seems good, but I'm going to revisit it because I think there's a way for me to unlock it where I, it doesn't seem trite. It seems just trite to be like, I'm thankful for air because <laughs> I'm, I'm breathing right now. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's got to be, it can't just be going through a list. I think it's really cool that you're trying though. That, 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 well, that, there's so much research on it. It's like, yeah. it's good for you. It is good for you. And so like, I want to, it seems dumb to not try it. Yeah. I have a, a friend that practices gratefulness in at least twice a week. Uh, in fact, he did it this morning, uh, early this morning. And this is my friend Jim Brown with the Olympia Fire Department. And he has stage four cancer that's in his bones and in his brain. But you wouldn't know it when you meet him because he's always parasailing, uh, he's always mountain biking. Uh, he's always jumping out of a helicopter to go skiing. He's unbelievable. Uh, three beautiful daughters, his lovely wife, Regina. And he will send out a message to kind of people that are in his tribe and, and, and people that really support him. And I like to think that I'm one of those people, even though I get much more out of that relationship. And it's, it's always a message about taking on the day, and being grateful about the minutes and the moments in this day that you have today, because he lives in well, that. That pl- carries some extra weight. Well, and, and, and here's from the coming from him. Here's the thing, though, and and he thinks he's unlocked it because he's like, you know what, Don, you're dying too. I'm dying. You're dying, Ron. Say, we're all dying. He goes, I just know, you know, I have a better sense about probably what's going to happen to me, uh, even though he has blown the time frame apart because he's lived years now. Uh, and thanks to the Cancer Carol. Very stoic. Yeah, but he, he sends these message out, messages out of gratefulness, and I've seen it transform him, and I've seen it transform his family and the people around just by just by being grateful. So there's something to it, uh, and I'm glad to hear that the science is back in there. So uh, coming up on this Thanksgiving Day edition of the Ron and Dawn Show, uh, what is it like when you're in a war zone, and it's Thanksgiving, and it's time to sit down, and maybe eat the turkey, and the next thing you know, it's like, incoming! Yeah, 19 years now. This war in Iraq and Afghanistan, and uh, it was really interesting. The New York Times. The failing New York Times. The failing New York Times. Asked soldiers, marine airmen, sailors to sit down and write what it's like to celebrate Thanksgiving, or do you even celebrate Thanksgiving, we're in a conflict zone somewhere around the globe. And we will share some of those incredible stories coming up next. It's the Ron and Don Show, and we will see you in about 30 seconds on the other side of this. Hey, uh, Brett Clark is here with Les Schwab. 85 locations to serve you. They heard your plea. Now you got three. Three episodes of the Ron and Don Show. And our thanks to Les Schwab for doing this. Let's talk about... uh, a lot of times we pull into the other guys. They'll charge us a couple hundred dollars to put our car up on a rack. Not at Les Schwab. If people pull in, especially as we head into some really rough driving, 
Uh, you guys will take a look for free and let people know, hey, this is what's going on with your brakes. This is what's happening with your batteries. This is ha- what's happening with your tire wear, right? Absolutely. Part of our best tire value promise is our free peace of mind tire protection. So we come in, you come into Les Schwab, you're going to take off for your holiday travels. You know, you're going to grandma's for Thanksgiving. You're going to be heading over the pass. Come by one of our 85 Les Schwab locations, and we're going to get that in. We'll take a look at it. We'll check your brakes. We'll check your battery. We'll check your front end. We'll make sure everything's going great for you. All free of charge. Brett, I'm always surprised, even though we we have a relationship for a decade. Like, I had a slow leak on my truck, went in there, you guys fixed it for free, and I'm like, seriously? Like, it, it surprised me every time of how great you take care of me. I don't even think I bought the tires there. You just pulled up my name. It's like, oh, you've bought stuff in the past. I'll just go ahead and fix that slow leak. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all part of the goodwill. You know, we want to, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, flat tires are a really interesting uh, phenomenon because that's a terrible day in somebody's world. You know, that's a... Uh, your vehicle, that's how you get around. And if we can, if we can take that flat repair from you, if we can repair that, if we can get that back on, put your spare away and do all that for you for free of charge. We hope maybe we just, we made an impression on your day. We, we hope to make that day just a little bit better for you. Yeah. Don't forget 85 locations serve you throughout Western Washington. Les Schwab proving it once again, let's say it together, doing the right thing. It matters. All right, it's the Thanksgiving Day edition of the Ron and Don Show, episode number 31. Our thanks to Les Schwab for being a uh, title sponsor. And uh, don't forget, hundreds of bases right now around the globe as we uh, sit down uh, to welcome our families in, to welcome our friends in, uh, to welcome in our uh, next-door neighbors. Uh, There are men and women. Soldiers, Marine, Airmen, Sailors, Coasties that are deployed all around the globe. And this story really resonated with me this morning because I was uh, starting to do my my Black Friday versus Cyber Monday shopping. And I was in this space where I'm like, okay, what am I going to buy? What am I going to consume? Should I go out in person? Should I wait till Cyber Monday to get the deals on this, that, or the other? And is Apple going to have a deal on the new laptops and all these sort of things? And then I saw this this story the New York Times did, and it goes through uh, these different service members and their experiences on Thanksgiving. And it kind of stopped me in my tracks. It made me feel grateful for them and also just like wow i need to sort of reframe how i'm thinking about this holiday and how i want to kind of move through the world because when you read about uh, some of these different stories and uh, you know there was one of these guys in fallujah that i was reading about in the new york times where they're like we're, we're in fallujah we're not gonna have a big spread but they saw a really scrawny what they thought was a wild turkey. They had a villager help them corral. I guess turkeys, wild turkeys are relatively quick uh, when they're not super gigantic like you're going to find in the, super, in the supermarket. So they're able to, to corral this wild turkey. They talk about how they'd never butchered a turkey before, so what it was like to go through that. And he says it was kind of the worst turkey that he'd had because they just cooked it on like a campfire type of situation. But he was super grateful to have it. And just reading those stories of men and women that have volunteered uh, to protect America and the, and the armed services around the world really brought home a, a profound sense of, of gratitude for me. Yeah, and here's just one of those stories from the New York Times. And in fact, as Ron said, you can go to NewYorkTimes.com, read all these stories, and I think they'll make you really thankful on this Thanksgiving day. His name is uh, Chief Warrant Officer Matt Cole. He's pretty upset. 
In fact, he didn't want to eat. He's sitting on the left side seat of a Black Hawk helicopter. It's Thanksgiving Day. It's 2005. And he'd rather be home with his family, his friends. He'd rather be home with the neighborhood. But instead, here he is at a place in Iraq where he is flying a general from base to base to base so that he can wish everyone a Thanksgiving and sit down and have turkey for the fourth time, the fifth time, and the sixth time. And in fact, uh, Matt was just doing his job. He was making sure as a pilot that this particular general got to where he needed to go. And in fact, on one of their last stops, they stopped at a place called McKenzie, uh, the McKenzie Base. In fact, McKenzie Base is a place where not a lot of pilots would want to land a helicopter. Reason being, because they would just get mortared to death, literally to death. So he lands his helicopter at McKenzie, and the general, he jumps out, and then he turns to Matt and everybody else that's part of the air crew, and he says, hey, why don't you guys come inside, and we will share a Thanksgiving Day meal together. And Matt was not having it. Matt just did not want to be a part of it. He was missing his family so much. He said, no, I'm going to stay out here. And that's when, that's when a friend came over and asked him a question that probably saved his life that day and said, Matt. Why don't you come in and sit down? We'll share a meal together. Because today, of all days, we are all we have. We are all we got. And we got to hang together. And so Matt said, you know, I felt a little guilt trip. But anyway, he followed his friend through the line. He went inside. He uh, glumly accepted a tray of food. He sat down. He looked at a big screen TV. He saw Tiger Woods playing on the Armed Forces uh, Network broadcast. And then he lifted his plastic silverware to eat. And about that time, ba-bam! Two rockets slammed into McKenzie, and they exploded. Matt looked around, wondering if his friends were alive or dead. In fact, the tables around Mr. Cole became a bedlam. There were shouts, there was dumped food, and there was dead turkey everywhere, and the turkey had already been dead. But now it was really dead. They looked around. They saw that they were okay, that the general was okay, and then they wondered about their Black Hawk helicopters. They ran out to the Blackhawks, and as they ran on the field with the other air crews there, they could see that these rocket-propelled grenades had struck just a few feet in front of his aircraft. In fact, they splattered the left side door, and the windscreen was shrapnel. But guess what? Because a friend had asked him to come sit down and have a Thanksgiving Day meal with him, his life had been spared because he agreed to sit down and share that meal. Again, that's the story of Chief Warrant Officer Matt Cole, who started the Thanksgiving not so thankful, but by the end of it, was maybe one of the most thankful men in the world. I guess it's about your perspective and the way that you look at things, because you just had rocket-propelled grenades fired at you in a war zone and yet you'll walk away with a grateful and a thankful heart don't forget men and women all over the globe today tonight army navy air force marine coast guard hoorah hoorah semper fi ding ding air power to all of them as they serve so we can sit around that table and share a meal without a rocket-propelled grenade coming at us. It's the Ron and Don Show, and we are thankful for all the men and women out there that serve and the families connected to them. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts on this Thanksgiving Day, 2019, episode number 31.
The Ron and Don Show, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Well, hey, you guys, here we go into the winter driving months here in the great specific Northwest, as my son used to uh, say. You know what I did last fall is I stopped by Les Schwab Tire Center and I said, could you put the new Mazama open range tires on my 4Runner? And I'm telling you, Ron, when they put those tires on, it was a game changer when it came to control, when it came to gas mileage, and when I would put my truck in four-wheel drive, sometimes with the other tires it would slip, not with the Mazama open range tires. And don't forget, you have a 60-day ride guarantee. So if you get to the 59th day and you don't like those tires, take them back to Les Schwab and they'll just replace them for you. Yeah, not just a 60-day guarantee, 60,000-mile warranty on these tires. So go to LesSchwab.com. You can find the store nearest you. Head on in there. If you need some traction, you're concerned about winter driving, you're going to go snowboarding, skiing, or going over the passes this winter, this is what you need to do. Yeah, and if you're in a passenger vehicle, which a lot of you are as you're listening to the Ron and Don podcast, you can choose the Mazama reputation tires those are great too that's all season traction they are quiet they are comfortable and you get that 70,000 mile warranty so what are you waiting for visit lesschwab.com that's lesschwab.com for more information about these amazing tires and i can't endorse them enough les schwab let's say it together doing the right thing you know it matters You're listening to my dad's podcast. It's the Ron and Don Show, only on ronanddonradio.com. All right, thanks to Les Schwab being a title sponsor of the Ron and Don Show. They heard your plea. Now you got three, three episodes of the Ron and Don Show. Every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Thanks to everybody that's subscribed, right? Absolutely. You can go to ronadon.com, click on that radio side, and sign up for the newsletter. You'll get that every week. And then subscribe through the podcast app of your choice. Most people are using Apple, uh, the, the podcast player on the iPhone. Just hit the subscribe button. If you give us a rating and a star on there, uh, one through five stars, I believe, if that really helps the algorithm out to get the word out to everybody. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, all of those different ones. Uh, and we really and we also have merchandise now. If you're in the retail mood as Black Friday drops tomorrow, you can go to ronandon.com and buy yourself a, a, a Nation t-shirt or a dog bandana. Yeah. All right, as we head into the holidays for a lot of people, they get excited. They get out the Christmas sweaters early. We were talking last week about uh, some people (laughs) that were told (laughs) uh, by their property managers to take their Christmas lights down because they had turned them on too early. But nonetheless, uh, this is really celebratory for a lot of people. And you start seeing friends, family members that maybe they haven't seen for a long time. And it kind of starts on this Wednesday before Thanksgiving where, for some reason, people our age still go out to bars and just get absolutely bombed out of their minds. And then they kind of stumble through Thursday. And then the next, because it's the busiest bar day of the year. I didn't know that. Yeah, Wednesday, the Wednesday before the Wednesday Thanksgiving? The Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the busiest huh. bar day of the year. I'm wondering if I it was... I thought it was like Cinco de Mayo or no, something. No, it's the busiest bar day of the year around the... It's even busier than, than New Year's. So a lot of... Because think about this. A lot of times you're heading back home. 
And then you hook up with some old high school friends and you're like, hey, what are you doing? And you already have plans for Thursday and Friday and into the weekend. And maybe you fly away on Sunday. So you're like, hey, I got some time on a Wednesday night. And so you end up connecting with old uh, high school friends or next door neighbors or or whatever. That illuminates something I've done for years and I've gotten pushback over the years for this. But if you're the type of person that dreads going back to see the family and you do it out of obligation and you do it out of guilt... I give everybody a green light to just go do something that you want to do. Like it's not man. I don't believe that it's mandatory, uh, especially if you're the one that always has to fly back home or if you're here on the West coast and family's back in, in Milwaukee or something, and they just expect you uh, to pay the, all that money to fly back, burn all your vacation days. You spend all the money, you go back and then you end up in the bar uh, with friends instead of hanging out with your family. Anyway, if that's your story, Go do do what you want to do. Fly to San Diego, man. Like get, get some beach in your life. I I I don't believe that you should be there. If if that's your, I don't believe you should be miserable for this time. Like if you don't, there are people that do not enjoy their family and they do not like to hang out with them. Which means you may not enjoy. And that was my point. You may not enjoy. You may not enjoy what's coming. You may right. not. You may not enjoy the holidays. Yeah. I, so if you don't enjoy that, I always just say, hey, make a decision. Go build the family that you want, build the family that you like, uh, and then do something with them. Like cr- create a new tradition. You have a lot of family to keep up though, uh, keep up with because you have your mom and dad, Bob and Alice, and then you have your birth family. And I sometimes when you go in this topic, it makes it seem like you're you're totally not, rejecting not your family, and you're not because all year long you're you're interacting with your family in other ways. But when the holiday comes around and you have this chunk of time, it's like, man, maybe this would be the opportunity to to jump on a plane and go somewhere I've never been. Yeah, or take a second to pause and go, why why is it that I don't enjoy this? Like, if you, if you can find... There's, there's two types of people. If you just don't enjoy social interactions at all, doesn't matter if it's a birthday party, if you're uh, doing a karaoke, karaoke thing, if it's at the workplace, at the family, if you just do not enjoy social things at all, like that's different. That's a, a personality type that maybe you're just really shy or you have social anxiety disorder, whatever that is, then just like give yourself a break, be kind to yourself, give yourself permission to just go do something that you feel comfortable with. Now, if you enjoy everything else, but your family, then maybe you should ask yourself a question of, of what's going on there and try to, you know, mend some fences or build some bridges or whatever metaphor you want to use to go. I'm happy when I'm with my friends. I'm happy when I go to a football game. I'm happy when I uh, go hang out with, with buddies at work. I'm not happy with my family. Why is that? Maybe you can take the initiative to change that dynamic. And I know some people are like, dude, you don't know my dad slash mom slash uncle slash whatever not going to happen or politics is going to break out or whatever um yeah some of these things are tough but i think maybe going into this holiday season and going i'm going to change it this year and maybe i'm not going to be the one that tries to body slam uh someone who believes differently than me about uh, politics or maybe i'm going to take a second to just change things up i don't know Maybe not. Maybe I'm full of it, and you can just <laughs> flip me the bird on a Thanksgiving day and do your own yeah. thing. But I, I just think life is too short to take really long, uh, elaborate trips to then not have a good time. My favorite thing is to go over to people's homes or relatives and just – I'm constantly interviewing everyone. And somebody told me the other day, well, the reason you're interviewing people is because you don't have to talk about yourself that way. And that's probably true. And one of the reasons I don't want to talk about myself is because I already know about myself. And the details are 
they're not that exciting. They really aren't. And so I would rather sit there and have a conversation with somebody else about about what they do and about what's important to them and about what gets them excited and about what makes them mad. It's interesting. When I sit with family, I always talk politics, but I never talk politics. I'll ask a couple of probing questions because uh, most of them are Donald Trump supporters, and then I'm just quiet. I think I find it fascinating and to see I, how people believe. Yeah, and then I and then I just kind of listen, and as I'm listening, I learn. I learn, uh, especially for my family that doesn't think like I do. And it's really interesting when you sit back and you allow yourself to be a sponge. You ask some questions and you learn. And so oftentimes, people don't like these social interactions because they they end up a lot of times not being heard. Yeah, it's, and, not, it's not a contest to yeah. see who you can convert to your worldview. Yeah, so sometimes I think just sitting down and listening to your family members, uh, and you don't have to take a stand. It is not Custer's last stand. You don't have to do that. When all you, else you don't fails, have to remember the Alamo. You don't have to do that. When you all else listen. fails, you say, hey, what are you binge watching these days? Yeah, on Netflix, right? And then, right? boom, you're off on a conversation yeah. about a show. Or you could say, hey, what about, uh, I'm thinking about real estate in the new, new year. If you think about real estate, then, of course, you're thinking Ron and Don, and don't forget, we are licensed brokers. Uh, with our friends at Windermere. It's runupshaw at windermere.com, Don O'Neill at windermere.com. And we are doing a lot of coffees right now. We're sitting down with folks and we're saying, hey, what's the strategy in 2020? If we're buying, if we're selling, if we're investing, if we have this home we need to tune up, if we're thinking about flipping, if you're thinking about opening an Airbnb, whatever it is, uh, you decide you want to be a landlord, let's sit down and have a cup of coffee. It's a Ron and Don sit down. Just reached out to us and uh, we've done a number of these. Uh, this week and they are a lot of fun and we're actually getting pretty good at making coffee too i think so so ron and don sit down let's have a cup of coffee and find out where you are on your real estate journey and find out if maybe we can help you everything's up at ron and don uh, com. all right thanks for listening to the ron and don show we hope you have a great thanksgiving you keep your head up your shoulders back and remember we are thankful for you in 2019 as we head towards 2020 all right He's Ron. I'm Don. My son's around here somewhere. Charlie's out in the car. Why wouldn't you be listening to the Ron and Don Radio Network? Ron and Don. (laughs) You good? Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going.